Three, two, one. Welcome back to the Bushnell Project, helping Christians to get more into the Bible, encouraging men especially to make marriage great again, and helping us to be godly men, and all of us to be strengthened in our hearts and in our souls and our minds, and to glorify Christ Jesus, who leads us to think, not into temptation. So I've been in the great state of Virginia. I just got back, and I'm going to try to catch up a little bit with our uh, going through Genesis here. So we dropped, we let out out in chapter 33 of Genesis, and I'm going to pick back up in verse 12. And just a big shout out to all those I got to see in Virginia, and to be there on the through all through the election. That was awesome to watch on TV. <laughs> And I would know everybody in Virginia is so glad that's over with. All the signs can come out off out of the yards. All the advertisements have ended, so that's good. Anyway, this isn't about local or any kind of news focused on God and what he's doing. So let me get to that. Genesis chapter 33, and we'll start in verse 12. Then Esau said, let us journey on our way, and I will go ahead of you. But Jacob said to him, My Lord knows that the children are frail, that the nursing flocks and herds are a care to me. If they are driven hard for one day, all the flocks will die. Let me let my Lord pass on ahead of his servant, and I will lead on slowly at the pace of the livestock that are ahead of me and at the pace of the children until I come to my Lord in Seir. So Esau said, let me leave with you some of my people who are with me. But he said, what need is there? Let me find favor in the sight of my Lord. So Esau returned that day on his way to Seir. But Jacob journeyed to Sukkoth and built himself a house and made booths for their livestock. Therefore, the name of the place is called Sukkoth. And Jacob came safely to the city of Shechem, which is in the land of Canaan, on his way from Padaram. And he can't before the city. And from the sons of Hamor, Shechem's father, he brought he bought for a hundred pieces of money the piece of land on which he had pitched his tent. There he entered he erected an altar and called it El Elohim Israel. Alright, so that's the end of chapter thirty three. And a couple of things here is interesting. One is how Jacob continues to call his brother Esau Lord. And a lot of parallels are drawn into that. But one is Esau is shown showing mercy to Jacob, who did deceive him 20 years earlier. And so that's kind of cool where we see that. Also, the Esau running to meet Jacob is a... F- Sort of like the picture we have of the prodigal son when he returns and the father returning, running to him to meet him, right? So, but one of the things here is, you know, we're family. And Esau and Jacob are twins, twin brothers. And there's a lot about them. They're anxious to see each other. They're glad to see each other. However, Jacob, <laughs> he just continues to be a, a little deceitful. He knows he's not going to follow his brother back to the where he's staying and so he 
comes up with excuses and then goes his own way. He actually doesn't go that far from where they meet and sets up there and ends up near the original place where Abraham was in Canaan. So the thing we can learn from today is, you know, people tend to stick to their true colors, right? And once you really know somebody, you really know them, and they're probably not going to change much. So God does create in us a, a new heart. He makes us into a new creation. We are dead to our old ways, and and we are raised again. And, and that's why we do things like baptism, right? So uh, but here we, we have Jacob who has gone through this this new change, he's really yielding to God, but he's still doing things his way, or at least when it comes to uh, deceiving his brother. So there's no real long-term consequences to Jacob and Esau's relationship here. They'll be together for the burial of their dad in a little while. But it is interesting, the human dynamics that we see here early in the Bible and in the key family, right? So here there's Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, whose name is changed to Israel, who we get the 12 tribes of Israel. And it's going to just keep getting more and more interesting. The human drama is unbelievable. It doesn't change. People don't really change that much. And so the question is, how are you? How are you doing? Are you changing much because of God and His Word, the ministry of His Word? Or are you pretty much the same? God draws us to him. He's very patient with us. And he causes us to want to fall more and more in love with him so that we become more and more like him. Just reading in Psalms this morning, I think, or maybe yesterday, but delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. And the more we delight in God, the more he changes our heart to fall in love with the things that God is about. So what you know, there's a saying, I heard it in church today. What we worship, we tend to become more and more like. So how much more like God are we becoming? It's going to really depend on how we get into God's word and pray and focus on God and focus on what he's doing, what Jesus is doing. And so hope you're having a good day and that you're able to focus on God and really reflect on the greatness of God. God bless you guys. Have a great day.